It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. This is the Fox News Rundown Extra. I'm Jessica Rosenthal. On Christmas Day, two Republican lawmakers had the cops called to their houses by prank callers in incidents known as swatting. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia and Congressman Brandon Williams of New York both found themselves the targets of this criminal harassment method that's becoming more common. And since then, Senator Rick Scott of Florida's home was swatted as well. Swatting involves a perpetrator making a fake emergency call about a supposed serious crime at someone's address, tricking law enforcement into going to that person's home, often with a SWAT team. In some cases, swatting has proven deadly. In 2017, a Kansas video game streamer swatted someone's address, and the cops responding to the supposed threat ended up killing an innocent man. We spoke to retired FBI Special Agent John Yanarelli about the concerning rise of this cybercrime and how law enforcement is training to respond to these incidents. We made edits for time and thought you might like to hear our entire conversation with Yanarelli about this next generation cybercrime. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Weekday Rundown podcast, and we hope you'll keep tuning in to the podcast in 2024. From all of the folks at the Rundown, we wish our listeners a happy new year. Now, here's John Yanarelli on the Fox News Rundown Extra. Let's start with this. Swatting is not new, but it has become so much more of a thing and I guess so prevalent that the FBI has just started tracking swatting incidents this year, which which means what to have the FBI to have that level of federal interest in swatting. Although swatting has been around since there's been pay phones to make prank phone calls, it's grown in the number of swatting events because of the Internet to be able to hide who is calling and where you're calling from. Hence, the FBI has gotten involved because we want to have this information tracked and hopefully track down some of these individuals. Yeah, why is it so hard to catch swatters? Like they're not just using their own personal cell phones, right? Or it'd be easy to you know, just re- reverse engineer that and, and find them. So, so how are they making these prank calls? Swatting basically is the next generation of cybercrime in many ways. You're just making phone calls from a pay phone of old days. Now you're using cellular technology and the Internet. I go online. I can change my phone number, make it appear as if I'm coming from somewhere else, perhaps even your own home, so that police don't know who they're actually dealing with when they receive the call. And talk to me a little bit more about the the, the technology, right? I'm reading that technology has made swatting um, so much more so much more of an easy crime to get away with that you can really disguise yourself. All the technology that it, let me do that again. I'm sorry. All the technology that we use today in normal business is also being used by criminals to perpetrate these types of crimes. You can create a phone number for business purposes, but swatters can create a phone number to appear as if there's someone else, they're coming from a different location. They can mask their voice by using devices that change what they sound like. All of this swatters are relying on to try to fool dispatchers and the police to showing up at someone's home. 
but are they using like burner phones or is this like, like, are they using something on the internet to disguise their location? Are they using like VPN or, you know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, how are they able to avoid detection? Because you can disguise your voice, but if I know your number, if I know where you're calling from, then it doesn't really matter. This is your number. It's registered to you. So like, you know, how, how are they so good at hiding who they are? Is it is it a burner phone? No. Uh, so it, just uh, as a side here, it's not burner phones. Let me explain the technology of what they're doing. Yeah. So swatters will go online and there are services, many of which are absolutely free, where you can generate a phone number with any area code and exchange that you want. They'll take these numbers and using VoIP, online internet services, to be able to make these phone calls, you can't track the phone number as easily as you could with a cell phone or a hardline making it very difficult for law enforcement to find out who these people are. VoIP being voice over IP. It, it, you, what you say sounds familiar. It's like I can make a Google number for myself. I have friends who have like their number and then they've got their Google number. But that's that's also trace, traceable back to them, right? That's different. When you're using a reliable service, say Google number, for example, there's an entity, a business that law enforcement can contact but there's a lot of other services out there, including on the dark web, where you can be non-existent in being able to be located. A lot of those services are hosted in foreign countries, none of whom U.S. law enforcement are going to have access to. Yeah, I'm reading actually like the the range of targets is pretty wide, like conservative commentators get swatted. Conservative lawmakers, as we've noted, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Nicki Minaj was swatted. One of the more famous incidents was a gamer who was swatted um, by a fellow gamer, but he had the wrong address for him and ended up sending police to his target's old house and police ended up killing a 28-year-old man. It's happened at schools, Jewish synagogues and institutions. I know the in the Jewish synagogue and institution um, example, law enforcement is saying that that is from overseas. How many... How many do we suspect are actually overseas swatting incidents? These types of incidents are happening all over the world, and they're being initiated from every country you can imagine. It doesn't matter who you are. If there's somebody that, for whatever reason, decides to target you, and they have the technology, they understand how to do it, and the criminal mindset, it's a very simple crime to carry out. It's just like making a prank call from the old days, but swatting is far less innocent. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you, it's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, 
They've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Do we know the why? Like, okay, if you're famous or I guess if you're a lawmaker from a, a side of the aisle that somebody doesn't like, you get you get targeted, you get, you know, whatever. But I was reading like one couple said they'd been swatted 40 times and the man, the, the man uh, uh, who said that this happened to him and his wife 40 times said that he believes this is because he made a comment that he didn't find comedian Norm MacDonald funny. Like that was, that was it, I guess, that, that, that. So you, re- you really can't say anything without I – mean, you could get targeted for anything, right? It's, it's that, um, I guess, random. When people who engage in these types of acts decide they want to target someone, others will pile on and it can continue for an endless period of time. The issue is we need to make sure law enforcement is being given the tools and targeting these type of people in return – Bring a few of these folks to justice and you'll probably see less of the activities in the future. But as we just talked about, that seems to be very difficult, especially if these folks are overseas. But talk to me a little bit about how law enforcement could know, right? They, they can't know, right? They, they, you get a call. Somebody says there's been a shooting. This guy's holding his wife hostage. The kids are involved at this address. Go. I mean, most police are not going to take the time to figure out, is this a swatting incident? Because if they did, did take the time and they could have saved a life or they could have intervened in time, I mean, that, that they're, that's not going to be, that's not going to work out well for anybody. So you, you, you almost like have to respond to these. Um, like, is there anything that, that can be done to help law enforcement figure out if this is prank? This has to be approached in two different ways. First, Police have to be trained to understand that there's always the potential for a swatting incident. As a former police officer, I went to hundreds of false 911 calls, some of which were just kids playing with the phone. You don't approach everything as if it's an urgency, but of course, you use good practices to stay safe. On the other hand, law enforcement needs to look at the technology and what can be done. The FBI has great capabilities of tracking information, various people communicating via the internet. That technology needs to be expanded so that local agencies have the ability that when someone engages in swatting, they can be hunted down and brought to justice in the criminal system. But it sounds like, John, there's no real obvious here, right? Like if you get a call, you're a police department, you have to respond. You obviously have to respond when you're law enforcement. You have to treat it as, as if it's real. But at the same time, knowing that this type of crime swatting exists, law enforcement officers have to recognize that there's the possibility and be able to respond accordingly when they're dealing with people. Have they been told at the that same before? time? People I'm should sorry. know. I'm sorry, I, I stepped on you. No, no. I was just going to say, um, have have has law enforcement has law enforcement been told that before though, right? Like you get a call, obviously if you're getting 20 phone calls about an active shooter, that's probably not a swatting incident, right? That's probably 
you know, the odds are that's a, a, something you should respond to. But if it's just a one-off, one person calling in an incident, you you still do have to respond, right? As we just as we just mentioned. But are there circumstances in police training and law enforcement training where you were told, look, some of these things aren't going to be real, regardless of of swatting, regardless of fake calls, like. I mean, regardless of, of swatting being a thing, have police been trained thus far, even before swatting became this huge, to be to have that level of caution? Like you, you don't know what you're stepping into. Absolutely. Cops are always trained to know that it may not be as it's first reported that you ha- but they have to be cautious when they're responding and assume that it's going to be real. It's easier to de-escalate it than to suddenly have to respond when you're in the middle of assuming something as bad as not has been reported. But the public also has to be aware of these dangers as well and know that the police are going to respond what to do. It's a terrible situation that's been created by these criminals. And these criminals are the only people that are responsible for when things go bad. What you just said, the word escalate, um, it has escalated before. It ha- it, this is dangerous. How, how dangerous is this, John? It's certainly dangerous for the people who are being swatted. When police arrive, they don't know who the good guy is or who the bad guy. They have to treat every situation as if it can be dangerous. Likewise, it's dangerous for the general public. Just the police responding to an emergency There's the possibility of a car accident, somebody innocent getting injured. And finally, police can be injured as well. We had a situation of an officer responding with lights and sirens to a report of a gunman firing shots at a shopping mall. And that officer wound up getting into a car accident and losing his life. And yet there was no shooting at all. It was just somebody swatting by calling 911. Okay, John. Well, finally, you know, there's no federal law, right, against swatting per se, but there's like federal anti-hoaxing law. There's certainly laws against making threats. We know that. um, And interstate commerce threats. There are state laws against making false 911 calls. Um, I think that's at least at at state levels. But if, if one of these leads to death or injury of somebody, I assume that would require application of even a different law. Like, could you be charged with homicide or manslaughter um, or assault? You know, if, if, your swatting call results in an injury. I I guess are more laws needed or the laws we have sufficient? There's a lot of laws on the books right now to go after swatters, making terroristic threats, false reports to the police, et cetera. But it would not hurt to have a general swatting law, giving law enforcement and federal authorities the ability to reach across state lines, get the required information they might need from internet or cellular service providers. That way they can get that, go after the people responsible. Again, you make a couple of these people responsible for what they've done, hold them accountable. Other swatters might be a little more reluctant to engage in this kind of criminal behavior. And one more finally for you, John, to anyone who's listening to us, what do you tell just the average person? Because most people are probably thinking, that they wouldn't be a victim, right? They're not famous. They're not, um, maybe they're not a gamer. Maybe they don't have any activity in their life where they think they, you know, would be a target of swatting. But what would you tell 
people to just be careful of. I'm I, my understanding is it's don't don't share so much information online. Um, but is that it? Like how do how do people protect themselves? It's very difficult because you never know what person's going to see a comment online, respond to it in this kind of way. The vast majority of people on the internet are never going to do anything like this, but it only takes that one person. When and if it happens, you want to push to make sure that there's an investigation. Have law enforcement use the laws available to go after whoever committed this act and take the appropriate legal action, both criminally and civilly. John Yannarelli, FBI retired special agent. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Hey, it's Will Kane, co-host of Fox & Friends Weekend. Join me as I share my thoughts on a wide range of topics, from sports and pop culture to politics and business. The Will Kane Podcast. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Hey there, it's me, Kennedy. Make sure to check out my podcast, Kennedy Saves the World. It is five days a week, every week. Download and listen at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.